Slice Audio. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ. Vikings! Your Minnesota Vikings! Skull, baby! Skull! Episode 5, Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ here, and it's after the draft. A lot to talk about. We got Fact Check Matt on the line. Matt, what's up, bud? What's up? Just exhausted from that draft, man. (laughs) I know. We have a lot to talk about. And we have a very special guest. We brought in Cole Blenner. He's uh, owner of Fishing Elephant Media Company. You have your own sports podcast here locally in the Black Hills. Nice. He's a Raiders fan. I'm sorry for your luck. but uh... I I am, too. (laughs) I would be seven-year-old me up so hard right now <laughs> but we brought you in because you've done extensive research you actually did a live podcast during the draft at b-dubs here in rapid yes which is really cool and you brought me in you're like oh let's talk vikings and then we traded down so there's a lot to talk about i know i planned this out too because uh i was sitting there and you were my highest ranking uh fan because it was it was all the boys there but they're all chiefs cowboys and all these teams who are picking later yeah and so i'm like all right so you know Mitchell's, Mitchell's coming on first, so we got this. Like he's coming on with the twelfth pick. That's when we'll get some of the boys a break from uh, you know who's going to kind of be on the table. Yeah. And then you're sitting there. I'm like, yeah, come sit down. And then boom, da na 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 na. Trade down. The, the trade trade comes with in. And, the in Leons. Typical, yes. Yeah. In typical Vikings fashion, they never like to stay put on drafted. No, not really. But that's normally what Rick Spielman liked to do. But yeah. except for Rick Spielman would like to get like seven seven round picks. So we didn't do that, which is gold mining. I do want to say this. As a recap, fact-checking Mac, you can double-check this, but at the end of our last episode, I mean, I was like, I thought tight end, right? But then you heard me earlier in the episode talking about, I think they're going to be trading this away. They're going to be looking because we could get, we can get guys later. We can get more picks. Let's just trade, you know, and I should have went with my gut. So in a way... I win. You guys all owe me wings. I, I, I was going to say you oh, did yeah, say that. Oh, yeah, we did have to talk about yeah. wings. Yeah, Shit. owe me some wings. Um, okay, so I'm going to start off this because I've talked to Matt a little bit. After, I'll give you my during, address and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'll do that. Um, <laughs> after the dra- or during the draft and after the draft, and, and Matt is pretty upset that we traded down, to yeah. not only because we traded down, but because we traded to divisional rivals. So I'm going to let you touch on <laughs> nice. that, Matt. I'm going to let you start this off, bud. Uh, all right, sounds good. I mean – I wasn't like super upset that we traded down, um, especially in the in the second round. I think we got fair value in the second round for it, but the first round, um, trading down twenty spots and you don't pick up even their second rounder. You know, you picked up an extra third. Um, that's just not great value for me. And I love, I mean, I love our pick, Lucine, um, I mean, he's he's a great safety in the league and might even be the second best on you know coming in so well, there were some I, yeah there were I, some experts that rated him higher than hamilton from notre dame um as far as what you guys needed yeah, to, yeah. I will say, yeah, I think so too. And there's a lot of fans that were upset that we had the opportunity to take Hamilton at 12 because he was the number one rated safety. I just feel like those people didn't really do their research. Also, they probably just don't understand. Like maybe they just he didn't fit the scheme. Maybe they didn't like him as a person. You know what I mean? Like there's there's yeah. always there could be questionable character issues there that when they do interviews and talk to the guy that they might not like. And there's obviously a reason why we traded down and got Lewis or Lewis Seaton, like he, Matt was saying. What I thought, too, by looking at it was, and I wasn't paying too close of attention. My son had some ball games and stuff, but, like, um, 
it looked to me like when we couldn't get the guys that we kind of really wanted, and I say like I freaking know. yeah, no, we wanted like sauce, we saw, so sauce those, those bigger guys. When they all went right away, I think as a team they were probably like, well, then let's go get draft capital. Let's pick up some of these other guys. You know, we have these say five. I'm just you know five guys. Either one of them will work great in our system. Instead of being able to only pick one of the five, let's see if we can't get two or three of these guys. Yeah. by trading down. And maybe we could do that. They're going to be available because nobody's as in need as we are. You know, blah, blah, blah. So maybe that's why they traded, and the Lions were the one on the line. I know? agree. I agree. Well, um, so here's yeah, my – I mean, I will also – I'll also say I think that the court, the, the wide receivers kind of went on a run there right beforehand. And yeah. I still think that they liked a lot of those wide receivers. I think if Olave's there, it makes a lot it's, – it's different. I think maybe they take Olave. But – Right. Um, a lot so, of people really yeah. liked Alave going in, but yeah, I think for the Vikings personally, when you when you look at this draft, you guys had the twelfth pick, yeah, all right, and then you're sitting here what in at like mid fifties, late forties as far as your second second rounder, and yeah. you took that twelfth pick, you trade down, so you grab uh, Lewis Seen out of Georgia, who I think as far as if you're looking at Kyle Hamilton and you're putting him next to Harrison Smith. You're getting an aging, strong safety who is a box safety at this point. I love Harry the Hitman, but yeah. you need someone quicker. You need someone faster to kind of complement him yep. while he's kind of polishing out the. Honestly, I think they fit each other perfect. It's a yin and yang scenario. Yeah. Seen as a perfect, you know, free safety needs to learn a little bit more as far as like the finer points about you know not being too aggressive in coverage, but he's a good enough tackler at safety yep. and he's got all the physical attributes. But with trading down. You guys then get Andrew Booth, who I had a high first-round grade on. I almost yeah. had him jump McDuffie for my third-best corner. Wow. And then even after trading down with the Packers from 34, you guys sit there and you grab Ed Ingram, who's a day-one starter at guard, kind of a yeah, give-up on Yeah, which we needed, needed yep. huge help with all offensive linemen. Yeah. 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 And then the final part of that trade is uh, in the third round, you guys get a pick right at the beginning of the third round. You guys grab Brian Osmoa out of Oklahoma, who's one of my favorite sleepers just because – a little bit undersized, but he's quick. He's aggressive, and honestly, I think in due time. I know BJ's not a big fan of this, but he could replace Anthony Barr. I think in that <laughs> yeah. system and in that scheme, while he's still maybe bulking. Well, up you got to remember too. Him. We're changing our scheme. We're going to go to yep. uh, you know a, yep. a three-four defense, which yep. we haven't ran in a long. That's going to be interesting. It will be interesting. Very interesting. I'm just a fan of Anthony Barr because he's been on the team since I really started being a fan of the team. So I'm a fan of him, but at the same token, looking at it business-wise, he's been kind of injury-prone these last couple of years, and and I could see why it's like you, you don't want to pay somebody like that. No, I would rather pick up somebody younger who could do the same kind of job. I think he's a good player, and I like him for just the fact of that's how I am. Outside of that, no. Yeah, and it looks like Brian. I've, I watched some highlights on him because, like you say, you seem like a sleeper, but he has sideline to sideline speed which we're going to yep. probably need in this new scheme so yeah. well just the modern day nfl yeah you I mean, have period. to so right. he's a little bit more like eric kendrick's yeah that, side, that, that being able to cover side right. to side so and then you got Darius smith too and Danielle. we're going to be if you look on paper now we're 10 times better on paper than we were last year as far as the defensive side of the ball you know yeah i yeah I'm excited about it. And, and you now have an offensive coach who can actually call proper plays for a top five offense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? That's exactly what I said. <laughs> it's like nothing like crap in the bed. Hey, no, so those first four picks, if you think, I mean, those are going to be the f- the players that play a lot. And then I think we still got some value. That Ty Chandler pick in round five from North Love. Carolina. 
North Chandler. He's looks like that dude could be yeah. a great because yeah, you know he's a burner. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook sure. obviously we know he has injury problems. He's not probably going to play a full season. He'll probably miss four to five games more than likely. So you're going to have Alexander Madison, then you'll have Ty Chandler more than likely. Yeah, to or, be right there or a future. Say we say we go far this year. Say we take it to the Super Bowl like we know we are, and it's like all of a sudden. <laughs> You got this Dalvin Cook. Maybe he lights it up. That's, to me, it's time to get rid of him. Even if because we know he ain't going to make it through the season healthy, so he gets injured in the middle. I mean, hopefully he does. I, I would never wish that upon anybody. Actually, to be you know, honest, it'd be great if he never got injured again. But it probably will happen. And then at the end of the season, it's going to be like, look, here's a really good running back. Does anybody want him? And all of a sudden, we got more draft picks, and we just won the Super Bowl, so we need those. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, if you've been listening to our podcast, Brandon's been clamoring for Dalvin Cook to get traded along for a while. And I put, <laughs> I put him in with Anthony Barr. Like, I want Dalvin Cook to stay on the team, but when I step back and look at it like a business, I'm like, here's a guy that's got some capital, some money involved. I, we could really save us on cap space and everything, and honestly, half the time he's sitting, you know, yeah. so it's like, and you got to look at your offense too, and look at okay, we have we traded a generational talent for a generational talent. You got Justin Jefferson, and if you're smart, that's another ten years. Yeah, Adam Thielen, I think, is still a great wide receiver too for the next three or four years. Yeah, but he's getting older. Yeah, yeah. but you need to capitalize on that window now. So I think yeah, if you bring in someone like Ty Chandler, who mm-hmm. is going to back up Alexander Madison, but also Chandler is a quick back. I think he's going to give you that change of pace because Madison kind of gives a mini Dalvin type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Not as quick, but still as powerful and good yep. inside. Yeah. But I think Chandler gives you the speed that you're missing from Dalvin yeah, like when, when you go we with had, Madison. Like when we had uh, Jarek McKinnon in the past and we yep. had uh, even, per, per, even Percy Harvin. You know, we'd line yep. him up in the back in the backfield to catch out of the backfield. You know what I mean? So. What was What's that other running back? I used him on my Madden mobile all the time and tore it up and it was Nwawu or whatever his last oh, name yeah, was. Oh, yeah, that kid. Kenny and Wangu. Yeah, I, I think... Um, I think he's still the third back. I think Ty Chandler is going to be more used on special teams. I mean, it makes sense making Huangwu be on special teams since he ran back to punt returns, right? return, which what? never happens anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he definitely so, earned a spot. Um, I, I can see that. But what school did he go to? Was it Miami? I might be wrong. For uh, which player? That our third back, that I Nguang, can't pronounce his Nguangwu. name. Nwamu. <laughs> it looks it looks as cool as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. When you look at his name, I was just curious yeah. in what college he goes to. This is why we talk on a water cooler because yeah, I can't I don't remember. Know. Most of the time I do, but I, I did forget about him. So that's a good point that you brought him up, Matt, because he did run. Was it punt returns or was it kick returns? I was. He actually went to. Sorry to interject there. I just oh, hit the I Google machine say, real fast. So yes. he uh, he split time with Brees Hall. Oh, okay. Uh, before he went to the Vikings and Brees Hall, dude, the Jets, man. I don't want to. Yeah. T- I don't want to turn this around to this Vikings podcast. No, let's but talk about the Jets. For the, a draft, the draft in general is was interesting this year, right? Because I mean, so I actually to to touch a little bit on the Vikings, get back to the Jets. So somebody, I just seen a post somewhere. I couldn't find it to pull it back up, but it said that our little trade with the Lions is going down as one of the better trades in a long time. I, that's what. NFL people are I know, saying. And there's so many fans that are crazy. so upset. But, like, so you say stuff like that, and then the fact that the Vikings, new general manager, first time general manager, does something crazy, trades with the Lions, trades with the Packers, that's weird. Yeah. You know, in the division. And then all of a sudden, you've got guys out there just so just slaughtering this thing doing great in a good way. Yeah. Like the Jets. I yeah, mean, like, what? J- I didn't even know the Jets had it in them. I mean, I don't know, but that well, was the, but that crazy. isn't the Jets' head coach. New, new, he's the 
uh, 49ers old defensive coordinator. Yes. Right? Well, and Joe Douglas is kind of the one. Um, and being a Raiders fan, I will emphasize this as I did with our offseason hire, as I did with you guys. It is more important to go out and grab a GM, I think, than it is a head coach. Controversial opinion there, but when you're sitting there with a GM, you're sitting with the guy who runs arguably three or four different head coaches before he gets fired. Yeah. I mean, if you actually look, yeah. I mean, God, look how long is Gettleman? Had out in in, uh, in New York, yeah. yeah. You know, with the Giants. I mean, you're sitting there, and sure, Mike Mayock is like the one example. But when you're you're hiring the guy who's going to ultimately make the decisions as far as personnel goes, the coach, yeah. it's his job to coach the team. They're important. Yeah, I get he, that. But yeah. the GM with who you guys grabbed, um, you know, in Adafi Mensa, I think is a phenomenal hire. And yeah. Joe Douglas, you know, and him are kind of cut from the same cloth of, of they're going to be smart. But they're modern GMs. Yeah, they're willing to trade they're with younger. the division yeah. if it's a good deal. And yeah. both of your guys' trades were good deals. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. And we wanted, and we've talked about it too. We wanted a younger regime. We wanted a, a modern day outlook on today's NFL because obviously, you know, the whole run the football three times to get four yards as a first down t- mentality is not going to work anymore. Defense wins championships, yes, but at the same time, it doesn't as much as it yeah. used to. You know what I mean? Like. Yep. So you got to get you got to get with the times, man, and I'm excited about the future. I am excited too, Matt. What's your overall draft grade for the Vikings? <laughs> um, I hate draft grades, man, because um, <laughs> like nobody knows anything. You know, they like you have grades on these guys and stuff. So, I mean, I think everybody down the board is a C because you just don't know who's going to. You know, yeah, who's actually going to do well? I mean, yeah, I mean, I like I like a lot of the players that we got. And um, just one opinion that I have, um, they obviously looked at the 2021 draft class that never played and thought, well, these guys aren't going to do it because they went all defense, basically. Yeah. So We basically did until the, what, the sixth round? We we drafted a wide receiver. You guys went Darius on the first. Well, we drafted Ingram, who you were talking about character concerns. I have a huge character concern with him. Um, You know, he... With who? He, uh, with Ed Ingram out of LSU. Oh. So he, yeah, he got like off on it, but I'm not going to bring it up on this podcast, but you should look it up. There, it's not great. Really? So, Dang. I guess All I'm right. not familiar yeah. with that. What? If, just yeah, bring it even, up. I've never even heard of it. Yeah, just bring it up. What's <laughs> just, let's talk about it. <laughs> no, it's, it's really just not good. It's gross, dude. Oh, so, okay. Well, then. It, uh,. <laughs> yeah, I I I'm going to I just googled it. I'll back you up on that one. It's not um, good. Mm-mm. Okay. It's uh well, is this recent or is this uh back in 2018, so I think it's something that probably affected his draft stock with most teams because going in, I guess I didn't know it was this deep. I knew he had some trouble. Then he mm. had a case dismissed back in 2018. Um, and so that affected his draft stock. Me personally, I had a third round grade on him, so a second was a smidgen of a reach, but the matter of the case, yeah, a little sensitive subject, and I could see that honestly taking him completely off of some boards teams, yeah, or, or some teams boards. Sorry. Well, yeah, well, so we'll look into okay. that. That definitely yeah. might make a difference. But I, but I think even even looking at somebody like him, and I don't know the situation, looking at somebody like Everson Griffin, who is a free agent, kind of not on our team anymore, but has had mental struggles, had issues in the past, whether it be criminal, whether it be whatever. I think with our new regime, regime, I feel a lot better about them coaching those kind of people, uh, maybe correcting them, working with them more positively than, say, our old coach. Our old coach kind of hard-nosed, doesn't have it, time for that bullshit. No, you he know? doesn't, and, no. And that was his mentality, and there's nothing wrong with that, but knowing that 
that's the future. This is how it is. People have mental struggles now, for whatever reason, and people are going to have some criminal issues depending on... I mean, they're coming from wherever they come from, you know? Yeah. I mean, it could be a trailer house in Box Elder, and then all of a sudden, now they're making millions yeah. of dollars. And how do you how do you live off of that? You know, so, trailer house from Box well, Elder. And, <laughs> I mean, obviously, Raiders fan here, a little personal on uh, the whole issues. I mean, we just had a guy whose rest of his life is gone. You know, yeah. because because he made one criminal mistake and big one. He needs to pay for it, sure. But everything you heard about Henry Ruggs before was how great of a person he was. He just yeah. made this huge mistake, and now he has to pay for it, and he won't play football again. And I agree with that. Yeah. But for someone like Ed Ingram, if you're talking about, and I like to be a forgiving person, so I'm gonna emphasize that right. on there. So like, you get someone who got four years ago they made a mistake, and then yeah. all at the end of the day, either they paid for it or they haven't had issues since. You just you want to believe in the optimism of that person, especially right. when it looks at athletes because you. some people love seeing them fall, but honestly, I don't. I hate seeing the uh, the failure because these guys work all their life, and it's yeah. kind of yeah. nice to see them and overcome And people make stuff. mistakes, man. I oh, mean, all the yeah. time. Everybody, and, and plus the crowd you're in. When you're a kid, teenager, 17, 18, 16, I mean, the thoughts you have and your, you know, your people who you think are close to you and your best friends are totally different when you get drafted to the nfl or even as an adult as we look at each other i mean i look at my some of my best friends when i was a kid they're still my good friends i still look at them highly but like that that i would have died for them then thought process to now is like well, i mean that was pretty childish yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah, nothing yeah. against Things them or change, anything yeah. but it's like uh, uh, my situation is a lot different than other people's you know so it's like you know you could you could think that way, and then when you get older, be like, wow, I was pretty childish then, and I made a lot of mistakes and said a lot of stupid things. I mean, you know? we all do, especially yeah. when we're that young. Yeah, exactly. And these guys are coming from a position of power, too. you got to yeah. think these are all – I mean, LSU. Yeah. Bro, as, a, as an offensive lineman, four-star recruit, the second you get on campus, I mean – yeah options are available as far as what kind of fun you want to have so right. yeah, 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 at, yeah. At, at the end of the day yeah you give a mouse a cookie well what happens when you give a 17 year old the world like let's yeah, talk yeah. about that they make some mistakes if he can move on and he's a good guard for you guys hopefully. i think it's a great move hopefully so, and there's not hopefully. a lot of uh, trouble to get into he'll, he'll play in into. minnesota yeah <laughs> except for maybe a boat or something like yeah, that. yeah who knows that's <laughs> a long time ago that's long a long time ago, time ago. <laughs> listen i don't see fred smoot or dante culpepper nowhere around here okay yeah <laughs> For real. Where so, is I mean, Dante Culpepper at? Where is that guy? You live in Minneapolis, Matt. Is Dante Culpepper, you know, flying around down Have there? Have you seen him at the hy V? I left for Florida, like, right away, man. <laughs> he was like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> it's too cold up here, doing. man. Yeah. It's too cold yeah. up here. Let's do another double check. I know last time I asked you, but have you seen Anthony Barr at the Quick Trips or the hy V's <laughs> or anything yet? Or is he still no, rolling around? No, but I, I, also don't, I also don't think that Anthony Barr is good for a 3-4. No. Just no. Because he doesn't have the pass rushing moves. He's just a pure pass I mean, there's rusher. a reason he's why. There's a reason why he's not being talked to right now. He's not being – nobody's talking to him. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably be picked up in the beginning of season after training camp or something yeah. like that because injuries are going to start because it's it's quiet for a little bit. Yeah. Then off-season programs start picking up. Training camp's going to start. You're going to start seeing some injuries. People are going to tear their ACLs. It happens in training camp, which yeah. sucks. But And there's this new type of free agent we've seen in the past five to seven years in the NFL, 
and that's the veteran free agent who signs midseason. Oh, yeah. And that was never a thing 10 years ago. No, I know, man. And there's a lot of older guys. I went through a list on my last – like, they're big-time names that were huge, you know, five, even four, three years ago. Jadavion Matthew to the Clowney. Saints. Matthew to the Saints. You guys have to talk about uh, yeah, that Yeah, Tyron Matthew going to the Saints. Oh, man, whatever. Yeah. Cool. Great. Awesome. And well, we have to play the Saints in London, just announced, in week four. It's fine. So yeah, I'm fine with did it. Did they announce it's in London? It's in London. Yep, they just announced that yesterday. Yep. Or maybe it was today. I can't remember. It was today. It I was think. today. Yeah. Either way, that's fine. Bring them I'm on. Down, I'm down with it. We did well in London the last time we were there, but yeah. You know, I, well, that's fine. I think we get nine home games this year, seven away games, and one neutral field game. One London. Yeah. So that works for me. It'll be fun. But I, I mean, think I overall, look at our schedule. It's pretty it's pretty good yeah we have the i i can't remember the ranking of it but it was like one of the it's like in the top 10 easiest schedules or it might have been the top 15 i can't remember specifically which this it gives us better than last year brand new coach brand new regime better on paper on defense still have a top five offense there's no reason why you can't win the division this year no other than what oh aaron Rodgers, cool you're still a packer i don't don't care listen all i know (laughs) all i know is years ago when they tore down the old Met and they built up the Hubert 800 Humphrey Metrodome, there was someone who cursed you guys' franchise because (laughs) not even the 70s Vikings, who uh, my family like went to every single game, the Purple People Eaters, they were huge fans of, but God, in my lifetime, you're talking Gary Anderson, uh, you're talking Blair Walsh, you're talking, I mean, the Minneapolis Miracle, and then to turn around and lose the next week. Yeah, by 30 points. Y'all are cursed. By 30 points. And that's coming from a Raiders fan. Yeah, you know what? You you could talk to Mark Houston about it. Pessimistic Mark Houston, we like to call him. I don't even like to call him a Vikings fan, but he's been a Vikings fan since the 70s, and he just... He's not a fan. No. He, he hates on him so much. And, like, he, he was mad about the draft. He's like, you told me they were going to trade down. First thing they do is trade down. He's just yelling. But he's just, I don't, I can't, I can't yeah. talk to that guy. He thinks the Lions are going to win a Super Bowl before we will. Okay, if there's another franchise who's more cursed, <laughs> it's the city of Detroit. Yeah, the whole yeah. city of it's Detroit. It's the whole city. Yes. But, I mean, as a whole, I think the draft was pretty cool. I, I have to say this. As a, as a fan of the NFL, there's a lot of people out there that struggle being a fan of the NFL. But I think they do a really good job with the draft, with, you know, uh, just the entertainment value. Yeah, of it. Just and the fan interaction it. and allowing the fans to be involved. For, for the most part, being like an, an armchair fan or a water cooler fan, like we say, you know, you're, the draft is kind of like, I don't know, this is confusing. You know, there's a lot going on. I don't know any of these players. I personally don't watch college, so I'm like, I don't know who these dudes are. Yeah. But what I like about it and the way they paint that picture is you're, they're changing someone's life. It's almost like somebody just won the lottery. They got to go work for it. It's not easy. But they were given the keys. Night, the the go opportunity is there. Yep. You've worked your whole life. You made it. Congratulations. Now get your ass in gear. Go you know, work. kind of thing. Time and to go to work. And it's cool to see that. You see people emotionally break down when they get I know. that call. And one of my favorite things, too, that I love is that, you know, because you can have your thoughts and opinions about Roger Goodell. I think Roger Goodell is great, in my personal opinion. I oh. think he's awesome. Yeah. Great, great commissioner, in my personal opinion. But that's that's another oh. conversation we can have another time. Yeah, but above my water I just love, he's just begging for a Super Bowl at this point. <laughs> no, I just love the how he always like he just gives them the biggest hug, like he's like yeah. the bro from down the street that you used to play basketball he's with back such in the a day. Nerd looking dude. I know, man, and he gets booed every time he goes up there. But like those players, dude, that means a lot to them, and they always talk about it. like what's that? It's become a tradition. 
tradition now. Like, give her Goodell a handshake and a yeah. hug, a big hug. Some or, of them pick him up and or you know bring him around. Point up, like jump up, let's hit shoulders. I and think he that's don't, awesome, you know? dude. Because I would do the same thing if I oh, got yeah. drafted and I just found out I was going to make millions of dollars and I got drafted by an NFL team. A I, dream. I'm gonna hug. Roger Goodell. A dream 100%. come true. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying for Roger Goodell is I think that's just that's just screening for who goes harder in the PED program. Because if you're sitting there and you pick this motherfucker up and you lift him nine feet in the air, yeah. he's like, yeah, he's definitely smoking he's, something. He's smoking yeah. He's yeah, like something. a baby. Yeah, did he, did he Tosses have, him like a baby. Yep. Yes, I did see that. So, okay, that's another thing. DeAndre Hopkins, what do you think about his statement? Because I was reading some comments on his statement, right? And people were like, shut up, man. You just got caught, blah, 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 which is fine. But I, I tend to believe a DeAndre Hopkins. He looks, he's never had issues. He's never been outspoken. He's never been a diva for the most part. He's never yeah. been that type of guy. Nope. So for him to put a statement out there that seems really genuine, for somebody to just be like, Shut up, man. You just got caught. You know I'm what a, I mean? I'm a little bit... Hold on. Fill me in. So I understand he got in trouble for PED or what a violation. Yep. I don't quite understand any more than that, except for he's got like a six-game suspension. Six-game well, suspension, yeah. So, so the PED list is super... It is stupid. Like, you cannot take certain over-the-counter medications. Like, there are cortisone creams you can't take because they test your cortisone levels. Sure. Um, so, because there's athletes have found a million ways to try to cheat the system, and so they are extremely rigid. And often, honestly, this happens probably more than we think. Yeah. A guy uses a substance, thinks it's a good one from a trainer or a buddy, you know, who he is in a business venture with or, you know, so on and so on and so forth. And all of a sudden they get yeah they get popped because you know his cortisone levels are, are twice what it should be or yeah. he eats uh, eats the wrong type of fruit and it spikes before the test and they retest yeah. and it happens all the time so I actually applaud DeAndre for saying like hey we're gonna appeal this we're gonna research it we're gonna we're fight it we're gonna see what's going on and then if that's the case I'll sit my six games yeah for sure yeah because I was if that's all some, he said then there's some stuff in vitamin water that gets flagged oh yeah that I read about well I'm that's like, what I'm gonna crazy. say if I fail my UA. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was vitamin water, man. Come on, it was, it was vitamin, vitamin water. water. They're like, you tested for nine times what the average person does for this, 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 and there was three was mid-grade Bieber tranquilizers yeah. in there too. They I don't ever thirsty. release that information, like what they test positive for. It's just they say it. Tests I think positive. it's a medical issue at really? that point. Yeah. If they HIPAA. say you failed a drug test, yeah, HIPAA. Like they can say, hey, you failed for our list of 195 banned substances, right? But we can't say which one because, yeah, at that point, I think it breaks HIPAA. Yeah. Well, and, and okay. Yeah, so, it definitely does. Yeah. So if that's it, then so what? Let let the cards fall. You know what I mean? Let him fight his thing. I I agree with well, I agree uh, with you, Stitch. It's like he's been a great role model, great NFL player, no drama, no nothing, yeah. never had any troubles with him. He gets injured, and it's like, okay. Yeah, because he, he, he was hurt himself. for most of the part of the last season, right? That's probably the reason they didn't go very far. <laughs> Yeah, that's why you find yeah, a lot of. and that's the thing with the the Cardinals, right? Like, because they're so excited for getting Hollywood Brown, right? Yeah, <laughs> and then now he's going to be out for six games. So, well, that's like, probably why they got him, to be honest, because they probably knew that it was coming more than likely. Maybe you know. Well, well they needed a second guy, like yeah, because they lost Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk. He never was that. No, and then. I can't believe yeah. that. I still can't so, believe that guy got that much money to go play for Jacksonville. That was the domino that started this whole offseason. Uh, you season. know Jacksonville. Yeah, I do know Jacksonville. (laughs) You know what's funny about me is that uh, I used to live in Jacksonville, Florida, in in the late 90s, and it was when Mark Brunell was playing and Keenan McCardell and Jimmy Smith and all those guys, and I I used to be a Jaguars fan back in the day. Anyways. (laughs) And then then I left. (laughs) But it was like 90s. I'll give you this one Jacksonville thing, Mitch. Um, 
They like last year they had James Robinson who they just that fell into their hands. Mm-hmm. Like late guy and then they still drafted Travis Etienne. In the second round. Okay, that's Urban Meyer, though, bro. Yeah, Urban Meyer, that was a disaster. Wow, that was, too. That was a bad deal. I thought, like, you know, when they hired him, I was like, oh, cool, Urban Meyer, you know, come in, make the Jaguars relevant. Nope. (laughs) I will sit here. I have been a noted, noted Urban Meyer hater. Really? For years. For years? For years. I hated him when he was in Florida. Well, he's he's just a cocky, he's a cocky prick. And then at the the end of the day, once again, he ran a fucking prison in Florida. (laughs) Yeah. Like Aaron Hernandez, the Pouncey brothers, you know, I think their program, I think I read somewhere, set the arrest record for like the recruiting class he had of like 2006 or seven. Yep. Literally got arrested more times than like any other recruiting class without getting kicked off the team. And then Aaron Hernandez went and murdered somebody. Yeah. Yikes. Or actually, multiple people probably, and they yeah. were led by a pastor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that is that is a movie. Oh, yeah. that is. You, they should make that movie. That's gonna be, in about ten, fifteen years. I bet you it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, well, that's know. wild. So it I mean, the wild. Vikings, I think, did pretty well with the draft. I think yeah. we can all agreed as far as that goes. I mean, I like. I don't For know how to put a grade year GM on GM that's never that didn't even have any type of experience as far as that goes. You know, and Questy just came in with his feet running. He's taking this thing, and it's just like it's his. And I he's was gonna. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just I'm done. I'm I done. was listening to the to the Vikings uh, uh, radio network, listening to Paul Allen's show, the voice of the Vikings, and I was listening to them and. He was just talking about just how they they had the coach on, they had the defensive coordinator on, they had Quessy on, and they were all complimenting uh, the new GM and how the fact that when he came in, he was like, this is what I want to do. But at the same token, do not be afraid to tell me I'm wrong. Right. Let's have that conversation, not an argument. Let's have that conversation. At the end of it, if I disagree or I'll, I'll make the decision, but don't ever hesitate to bring something up and say, I think you're wrong. Yeah. Let's talk about it, and this is why. Let's talk about it. And so he said it's really opened up a ton of like avenues of, well, this is why I think against that, or diff- this is why I kind of agree, but the, you well, know what it I mean? builds morale. It, it does. builds chemistry. And everybody on the team feels like they have a part of it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, okay, so my 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 I, I matter here, rather. My thought process, my my experience, my everything matters here. And so yeah. they were just kind of talking about that, that he's built that kind of culture there. And hearing that, I'm like, yes. Yeah, you know, I just, apparently I'm glad. it was not like that for the Zimmer years, at least the last few for sure. No, he yeah. lost that team a long time ago, which I didn't even know was a thing. But. I didn't think so either. I would have thought it seemed like he had a lot better grasp on him. And I I was, you could listen back to our podcast. I'm a Zimmer fan. I like Yeah, him. I was too. But uh, obviously, you know, the the times are changing and he just couldn't change with it. Yeah, you know? pretty much. There's one thing I want to touch on before we get up out of here, but uh, the fan base is really frustrating me because it's like, all right, it's a new year. It's a new regime. It's a new whatever. And like, I'm just, it, I'm an optimism person to begin with for in, in life in general, but just to sit down and just read some of these comments about whether it was Questy drafting down or just the, the direction of the team or whatever. I get mm-hmm. it. We've been Vikings fans and we've been heartbroken however many times. I understand it. But it's like these people, it's like their life revolves around this football team and they're like going to kill themselves or kill somebody else, Yeah, figuratively speaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just I just don't understand why you can't just give it a chance. Like, okay, yep. yeah, that seems a little odd that we traded to the Packers. Okay, cool, but maybe there's a re- reason. That's how I like to look at it. But they're like, 
<laughs> Start yeah. screaming, yelling about yeah. it. I don't know, dude. I've seen I've seen Vikings Twitter just blowing up over this, and yeah. I yeah, I actually I, I I stepped in a couple of times. Only bro, from a Raiders fan here, and I'll just tell you, I give the draft a B plus. Yeah, and here's my reason why: is with the B plus, you guys trade down. I think you guys add value by any sort of draft pick chart, PFF, the traditional draft pick chart, or custom made ones by different sites. You guys all win those trades. Yeah, yeah. Every single time you traded down, you got you know multiple picks, but. At the end of the day, you guys need a defense. I mean, I think yeah. with a terrible offense play calling, you guys were 14th in points last year, 12th in yards on offense. But on defense, you turn it around, you guys are 24th in points and 30th in yards. Yeah. So what do you do from that point? You attack the issues you guys need, and free safety, <laughs> cornerback. You guys go out, you pick up a linebacker. Yeah. And honestly, going into this next year, I just tell Vikings fans, like, just, you need to start every new year with a new sheet of paper because as a Raiders fan, if I started every single year like I was just going off the last couple of years, I'd be dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I'd yeah. be dead. Right? So, yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. Let the yellow shine a little bit more in that purple and yellow. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, just just let it, just wait and see what happens. Let's see what don't happens. Don't get so mad. Don't count well, out the season just because you lose <laughs> one game. I just, you know what I mean? Like, and I think, uh, I think too, uh, going back to last year, w- that was the topic, right? We were in so many games. We lost because X of amount defense. of games because of the, the, the point differential. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, we were so close, and that was with the shitty defense. Yeah. And so even – I even think with our exact same cards last year, but with this coaching regime, regime I think we could have won and possibly been in the playoffs. I don't think we could have went very far no. because our true colors would have shined in the playoffs. But it's like – but with just different coaching, different setup, different offensive plays, we just killed ourselves so much last year, and we were still in games. We were still in games, yeah. And A that's lot what, of those That was one of the, the reasons team. why, too. I was like, I, I didn't realize that Zimmer had lost its team like that because they were still playing, but I guess that just comes to the competitive nature and the talent of our football team. We're yeah. built to win now, and Questy knows that, which is why we didn't yep. blow it up. We went in and drafted the people that we needed. That. I love yep. it. Matt, final. I mean, there was a lot of injuries on defense last year, too. There I was, yeah. Daniel Hunter being down. for Because if you look at the first, like, I think it was like the first four games that Daniel Hunter was there, like, the defense was average, you know? Yeah. Like, not, not, not bad. 30th. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. So it's just a pass rush helps out everybody. So and then now with two pass rushers, it's going to make that defense a lot better. It's going to so. allow Eric Kendricks to free roam back there and Harrison Smith. To be honest with you, Harrison probably won't have to be in the box as much this year. I bet you. Well, he won't be getting touched by offensive linemen too. I think that's a big thing when you're getting blocked by receivers and smaller tight ends. Yeah, a little bit different story with those guys with than the, the, with the, with the hog mollies, the three twenty yeah. guys up. That front. was true last year. A lot of a lot of the plays you'd see. You'd always see a tackle finally, and Harrison Smith was in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. or he was, or he was there. Right. You know, like that guy was covering some ground. That's got to be wear and tear. You I know, know what and I mean? he's getting older. He's getting older, and I, that's why, like, we have to win now. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you guys brought well, this up ever I before. Also, oh, sorry, Matt. Um, I also think that they're going to go three, three safeties quite a bit in the oh, really in the, um, with Bynum mm-hmm. and Scene and Harrison Smith. Yeah, I think that they'll do a lot more like dime package like that. Mm. So well, that makes sense. Yeah, because he could probably play corner, you know, play the slot corner. Yeah, he could play nickel so, corner because I actually read about that that he has he did that some in the defense of Georgia. So, um, yeah, I mean, because we're gonna need it, we need cornerback depth for sure. Yeah. So we'll see, but Andrew Booth, he looks like he's gonna be a stud. 
we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, I was just I was just going to say, I don't know if you guys brought this up at all with your woes, but I was in the parking lot hanging out, and I had to go through the schedule. And if you count a one-score game being eight points or less, like you can tie the game up yep. with a touchdown and a two-pointer, yep. Yep. you guys, oh, you guys eight of nine, <laughs> eight of nine, nine by losses and six of eight on the win. So you guys had two good wins yep. and one bad blowout loss to the Packers at the end of the year yeah. yep. when the team, I think, had packed it up yeah, at they were that just point. Done. But, yep. Yeah, what, it was bro. 15 one-score game? Yep. Yeah, you guys, you guys should win the NFC North this year. I'd, I'd pick you as my favorite. Yep. I mean, I don't see why not because I, I mean, I haven't paid attention to the Packers a lot, but I don't think they've done very much. I think they drafted decently, but I mean, we gave him those receivers or whatever. But we I gave him that one receiver from North Dakota, but he's still going to be, he's going to be raw. You know what I mean? Like, yep. yeah, because uh, Rogers love loves Watson, rookies. Dude. Yeah, yeah, he loves like, and then you know, sitting here, Raiders fan. Uh, Devonte, man, you got him. You got him. Yeah. You got Devonte Smith. Thank you for taking him away from. Oh, him. I will gladly that. take him. Gladly well, and then he's already him. got chemistry with the quarterback. You yeah. know what I mean? There's no. Oh, hi, my name's you know Adams. Oh yeah, I'm Carr. You know, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. know each other. They're like, dude, let's uh, go. You yeah, know, it'd be exciting. But that you know that AFC West is woofda. Yeah. I'm that's excited, a, bro. That's I'm excited. Be a tough division, man. I don't shy from competition. Let's go. <laughs> let's, let's go. go. <laughs> you got Patrick Mahomes. You got uh, you got Russell Wilson, David Carr, and yeah. then whoever the other. Uh, ouch! Is. Ouch! Uh, Derek, <laughs> first know, David Carr. No, he was David Carr. <laughs> yeah, I I am looking up for the first time in twenty years. I can honestly say because like after our sixteen season, the miracle season where Carr broke his leg. Yeah, I was like, okay, let's hold out. Everybody's like, oh, crowning the Raiders next AFC West championship. I'm like, let's hold off. Hold now off this off season, bit. I'm like. It's time. Feeling pretty good about it. Oh, it's it. time. It's yeah. time. Well, I don't think it's time. I think Maybe the Chiefs that's... are kind of regressing anyways, to be honest. You're not Patrick Mahomes is gonna be a great quarterback yep. no matter what. Always gonna saying, be a problem. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I think they had their time. I think they're gonna regress a little bit. They'll probably make the playoffs here and there, but they're not the a Broncos. super I don't think they're gonna be a Super Bowl team, man. They're gonna fi- it was very evident last year that they've kind of just figured out Patrick Mahomes. He can't yeah. just run and just throw it between his legs anymore or do whatever the hell he's yep. doing. And it's a miracle what cover two and cover three will do. That's all I'm going to say. I've been saying this one for years because you have to mix up the defenses because he's still young enough to where you can, can uh, confuse, confuse him. him. Yeah, Pat's going to catch on, yeah. and I think that's going to be dangerous. But you saw the first two years of him starting. He was such a physical talent. He was he was a Madden quarterback. He yeah. was the roll and pass with perfect yep. accuracy with no penalty. Now that you're seeing, like, okay, let's play some zone coverage with the quarterback spy, You know, switch it up a little bit, not let everybody go man-to-man against a super-fast defense. Yeah. It tempers it a little bit, but I think he'll see that and adjust, yeah. just like every he's, great athlete does. Yeah, he's a great quarterback. We'll see. It'll be wild. So is that is that who we're playing? Is that who we're playing in the Super Bowl? You think we're playing the, the Raiders in the Super Bowl? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I I've oh been booking God. I've been booking a Vikings Raiders Super Bowl my entire life. Wouldn't bro. that be awesome? Like, Let's do it. Let's That'd do be it. Wild. Maybe we're car and cousins. Pretty close together. Yeah. yeah. Two, two disrespected quarterbacks who, yeah. have, who have played way better than the media will ever give them any credit. Yeah. yeah. It's their time to shine. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a chance to draft Derek back in when yeah. he, out of Fresno State. And we, we went with t- Teddy. We went with Teddy, yeah. but Which and I was fine with, too. But I'm not, I'm not sure if we would have been any better. 
Or you know what I mean? Like having Derek Carr over Teddy Bridgewater. I think Carr's got a better arm, obviously. Yeah, he has a way bigger arm. Yeah, but you also but, look at Teddy, the leg injury is the biggest what if. Oh, yeah. yeah by that far. Just Dude, that year we were, that year, and I still contend to that year that we would have pushed for a, an NFC championship game because oh, yeah. Teddy was on fire. He was playing out of his mind in the preseason. I know fit. that preseason was, you know, you can never laugh at, but I watched him juke three people out of his socks that one game, yeah. and then that next practice leg done it's what it was it was the juking his knee wasn't ready for it <laughs> no it man. too early for some juking <laughs> too somebody early. hit the button too hard vikings raiders super bowl let's do it i'm down with that i'm down i'm cool with that lock it in i'll, I'll make that my prediction right now <laughs> i'll make let's that my go. prediction bias <laughs> all this time i've been wondering who is it gonna be it's and gonna here be the it happened raiders. on this day we well, finally I just, figured it out i just like seeing new teams in the super bowl like the rams yep. Bengals. i mean last year great. i didn't want the rams to, i kind of knew that was going to happen but you know Bengals being in there joe burrow god i love that guy herbert i uh, love that guy i had to i had to have a respect for him too because i was at the raiders Bengals playoff game when we made the playoffs i had some friends um you know uh surprised me with some tickets and they were like hey oh, cool. you know you know i'm gonna take you to the Bengals game so shout out tito if you're listening to this love you buddy and thanks shout out tito yeah, don't so forget we, about us, Tito. We're your new friends. <laughs> yep. So we went to Cincy, and honestly, hanging out with those fans, I had to be a Bengals fan because, like, I was talking smack the whole time, and they were so nice. They were just like, "Oh, do you want like hand warmers? It's super cold outside." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, if we were to see Raiders fans, y'all be stabbed by right, <laughs> yeah, right, now. right. So, so thank you, yeah. Cincy fans. Um, love y'all. I just yeah, shout that one out. Cincinnati, yeah. man, I would love to go there. Check the it Bengals out. are. It's cool because the Bengals haven't been nothing for a long time. And now they're 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 up there too. You know yeah. what I mean? It's cool. But yeah, that NFL. coaching tree from Sean McVay, Zach Taylor. Yeah. Oh hey. yeah. Zach. Well, yeah. Kevin O'Connell. Kevin O'Connell. Sean McVay. I mean, ultimately looking at the Kyle Sh- or Mike Shanahan coaching tree, that is right. Fruitful. Take a look into that one. Tyler. Let's go. Let's go. Kevin O'Connell. <laughs> Matt, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no. I mean, I I I don't. I uh, think <laughs> All right. the, the draft went very well. Um, yeah, so I'm good. We're ready for it, man. So I don't know. We do another podcast just to kind of check in in the next few weeks because, like I said, yep. it's kind of it's quiet. It's going to be quiet for a little bit now until off season, more of the off season programs yep. start and training camps start. I know there's a lot of teams doing early, pro, you know, early workouts and stuff it's nice to see like veterans like i know russell wilson just for an example he's on a new team but yeah. it's nice to see veterans like that go into these early off-season programs and the rookie programs to be there and you know it's like hey i'm gonna put in the work let's let's get ready so hopefully um some of our veterans will be doing that with this new regime and working i know kirk's already been out there working and yep. you know, i was gonna say kirk hit otas didn't he i yep. mean i know they're technically voluntary but i think yep. he hit he OTAs. was out there yep he was doing some stuff so i'm excited I'm excited just for football to be back. I know we have a long ways to go. What August? But August before it really kind of kicks in. But yeah, it'll be be here before we know it. But until then, we got baseball and golf. Yeah. So where can (laughs) they find out more about you and your and your stuff? Yeah, yeah. So uh, a little shameless self plug here. Uh, So I got two projects. I got Fishing Elephant Media. Uh, That's going to be our sports channel, and it's like the name of the parent company overall. So go find us on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Usually it's either Fishing Elephant or Fishing Fant, one or the other, um, pretty much on everything. And then sure. uh, got a podcast, Beers and Bullshit, and go look that one up there. Yep. It's been uh, We're relaunching that one June 1st. Cool. So I've just been uh, kind of cataloging um, episodes so we can be routine right. <laughs> with it and not yeah. fall off. So Yeah, yeah I was we like, feel you. 
Yeah, and I know you tried to get me on your podcast on Sunday mornings, but you got to understand my life, oh. man. <laughs> oh, I, I can't get up. I knew on Sunday I knew mornings. it was a stretch, but I am uh, I am ever persistent. I can. Bro, I'm a Raiders fan, man. There's a two percent chance to do something. I heard two percent. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, 2%. I like those odds. <laughs> let's do it. I love it. I love it. We'll have to have podcast backs. You know, like uh, we had you on. Now you get to have us on. Oh, let's I'll go. definitely have you yeah, guys on. Bring yeah, it we'll, on, man. We'll do a more friendly time for you guys. Yeah, uh, more, yeah. more nocturnal friendly times. <laughs> yeah. It. All right, man. Matt, we appreciate you, bud. We'll uh, catch you up on the next time uh, we chat here in the next few weeks, I assume. Cole, thank you for this, man, because you are a huge knowledge as far as the draft goes. We appreciate you coming in. And Brandon, I love you as always, my love friend. Love you too, brother. Skull! Skull Vikings, let's win this game. Skull Vikings, honor your name. Go get that first down, then get a touchdown. Rock em, suck em. Vikings Water Cooler Talk with Stitch and BJ is hosted by Mitchell Stafford, a.k.a. Stitch, and Brandon Jones, a.k.a. BJ. Produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio or audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you like what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment. This was a Home Slice Podcast Network production.